Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl, Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. Today, we are on episode 61 of the pod, and today's topic is BMF Season 1, Episode 2, titled Rumors. This was a strong episode, and we about to get into it, but before we start the show. I just want to um, talk about a few announcements that I have or that I've seen on IG. I've seen 50 Cent put on Instagram. If you like Narcos and you know this platform supports Narcos and we break everything down in Narcos, the show, the documentaries, and he has something coming out soon. The Flores Twins, they were under El Chapo. So he already said, green light gang. So you already know what that means. Something coming to stars, the Flores Twins. So you guys check that out. They have a small documentary on um, YouTube as well. And before that drops, we'll get to talking about that. And we'll get to talking about them as we go further on with Narcos as well. Um, October 19th, the TV show Queens drop with Brandy, Natari Naughton, and Eve. I'm going to cover the first episode. I don't want to say I'm going to be invested to cover each week. We'll see how that goes. But I know for a fact, I'm going to recap the first episode. I, I love Brandy, you know, that straight nine, 90s. She was everything to us and our, you know, so I really want to uh, recap the first episode and, you know, we'll go from there seeing if we're going to talk about it each week. Friday, October 15th, the TV show You Drops. That's on Netflix. So you guys got time if you never watched it to catch up on season one and season two. It's like a suspenseful thriller. It's really good. So I'm definitely going to cover all the new episodes of that and you know when netflix how they drop all their series down they just give up give them all at the same time so it drops on a friday so you know we might can do a weekend of recaps of the show that'll be fun so um november 21st power book two drops on stars so we're gonna definitely recap that each week november 5th narcos mexico drops so you already know it's on. <laughs> and before we even um, start Narcos Mexico, we're going to do those documentary recaps that I wanted to talk about when we um, covered Narcos Mexico season two. And that pretty much sums it up for the upcoming shows. You know, I'll be back each Sunday with you guys for BMF. Don't forget to follow me on my social media platforms, Alicia Shanice, Facebook and IG. Um... You can follow my Spotify playlist like I tell you guys all the time. Um, the channel is Alicia Shanice, and all of my playlists start with Shanice Love. So I got every music genre for you guys. Don't forget, I was telling you, October 25th, doors open for Ambience Health and Wellness Spa. And I don't mean to sound redundant, but you know, health is a wealth. And the times we're living in now, stress is at an all-time high. So why not come and enjoy you a good spa day, specializing in mineral detox body wraps vaginal steams iconic foot baths and colonics and just much more so you can book your appointment at www.ambiencehealthspot.com that is atlanta it's in the roswell area ten dollars off any service with the flyer you can follow them on facebook and ig ambience health and wellness spa you guys know I love me a good book. You guys know I'm working on me a book. So I want to sh shout out some fire that I read. 
some things I've been through a memoir by Jamil Gully TV straight fire and you can purchase that off of Amazon I think that wraps up the church announcements let's go ahead and get into the show Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. All right, guys. So before we get into the show, I was watching um, a few interviews of the producers and, you know, the executive producers, the writers, and they were talking about the show and how it came along. And, you know, this 50 Cent, this has been in the works for a long time. And we know uh, Lil Meech is playing uh, his dad, Big Meech. And I didn't know that 50 Cent had actually, when he seen him, he was like, this is it. And, you know, Big Meech said, ain't nobody gonna play me but my son. And that's so dope. Um, 50 actually put him in acting school for a year and a half. So he worked his tail off, you know, and earned this role. And he was actually into Tasha Smith's acting school in L.A. And that's really dope. Tasha Smith, um, we all know her. She's a legend uh, in the game. And she has an acting school and she actually produced the first two episodes that we just seen. So she produced them. So shout out to Tasha Smith. You know, I love everything she plays in. I, um, I loved her when she played the the mom in uh, uh, ATL. Remember, she played the twins mom. She played in a lot of Tyler Perry stuff. She played in one episode of Power. She was Sean's mom, 50 Cent Baby Mama, Kanan's Baby Mama in Power. So Tasha Smith's definitely been in the game for a long time. And be, uh, Lil Meech went to her acting school and she produced the first um, two episodes. Randy Huggins, he's one of the executive producers as well. And he's a Detroit native and that he said it was very important to him to tell this story and really add in Detroit. And that's what I love because I'm a Michigan native as well. So um, he said how he would go to um, to the prison and talk to Meech and Meech would tell him, you know, the music they were listening to, um, the times, the things that they were wearing, everything that happened with the family. So that's one reason why I love this show. It's so authentic. You got Meech, you know, we see the words they put on at the beginning of each episode and he has a lot to do with it his brother southwest t has a lot to do with it their sister nicole the real nicole she has a lot to do with it you know we got little meech of course and you know that that's what makes it better when you have the family's input and the people who actually it happened to so let's go ahead and go scene for scene like we do over here um, you know, every episode opens up. Of course, it's titled Rumors. The story you're about to see is loosely based on truth. Some names, characters, businesses, and events have been fictionalized for dramatic dramatic purposes. But a lot of this shit may have actually happened. <laughs> um yeah, it reads on, Benzes was the shit in the 80s. T got his before he was old enough to drive. When he got shot, I got my gun and said, I'm ready for whatever. The words of Demetrius Big Meech Flannery. And I love the opening on how they show the real pictures of them when they were growing up. And, you know, you see the brotherly love, the brotherly bond on how, you know, they were in it 
from the from the from the womb to the tomb like they say uh so dope and i've been listening to that song all weekend my daughter getting tired of me playing it uh 50 new hit uh is off of you know the opening song with money bag yo 50 cent charlie murphy and um i mean charlie wilson and um snoop dogg uh wish me luck that song is fire. 50 know what he be doing with them openings. You know what I'm saying? I kind of like this a little better. And I love me some uh, Big Rich Time with him and Joe. But I, this this song is fire. I done had it on repeat. But anyway, it opens up and we see Big, Big Meech is flying down the street. I mean, he going crazy. He panicking, getting to the hospital. And it has a flashback. And we see when they were kids again, and he's showing, you know, all the guys and all the little young kids in their hood in Detroit, you know, they looked up and wanted to be what they seen on TV, especially coming from Michigan. And that was Magic Johnson, you know, played for Michigan State, of course. Isaiah Thomas played for, I think, Detroit Pistons. You know, just the Detroit ball players. Like, all the kids wanted to be like them. It's always something when you see people coming up from your city. But... They didn't want to be like them. They wanted to be like the Chamber Brothers, a legend, you know, legends in the hood, legends in the, you know, in that in that world. And the movie New Jack City was based off them. And fun fact, a lot of things on the Chamber Brothers, you know, they were they were it before meeting them. They were before their time and they, they reigned supreme as well. They have documentaries on YouTube as well. You can find them if you ever just want to look into their story. Um, I think Al Al Prophet, yeah, Al on Al Prophet's channel on YouTube, he has um some interviews with them and he breaks down their whole history. So, you know, we like fun facts over here. Um, so they show us that. And after that, that's what they wanted to be like. So he goes in the hospital, he going crazy, he going from room to front room, he got his gat in his hand, you know, everybody looking scared, all the nurses looking scared, hell, I worked at the hospital for years, I would have been going to the next room, but I would have seen him running down the hall like that, but you know, a cop stops him, like, hold on, you know, pulls a gun out on him, he probably would have got taken to jail, of course, but Detective Bryant steps in, said, I know this kid, you know, calms him down. Tell him he needs that gun, you know, tell him, you know, I won't, if this is, you know, just a carjacking, I'll say, you know, ain't no need for me to really go look for nobody. He kind of give him that word. We can tell Detective Brian, you know, he was the kid's coach when they were younger. He is very overprotective over them. He looks out for them as we see. Um, Meech goes into the hospital room and Terry... He has blood all over his face, all dripping all over him. And we can see how distraught Meech is um, about, about uh, his brother being locked up like that. We see the 50 Boys crew show up. We see Saki played by Lizane. And I ain't seen Lizane in years. So we got Lizane in the show. We see Kato. And we see, um, what's my man's name? Uh, is it? D Mickey, yeah, D Mickey, I believe. Um, we see him, and you know, they show up at the hospital, they trying to figure out what's going on. But then Lucille, Charles, and Nicole show up, and Lucille, you know, when they walked in, you would have thought Charles would have been going off, but Lucille she lets me have it she like i told you stay away from your brother and you know she like this has something to do with you this had this had something to do with you and she is going off you know what i'm saying on on meet about her son 
So we go into the next scene and we see crazy ass Lamar. He plotting. He's sitting watching the 12th Street dudes. He walk up to J-Mo. You know, he goes up to them like, hey, do that job still stand? And, you know, now he want to work with him. But we know Lamar got something up his sleeve. And Famil is like, I don't trust this nigga. And we see an old boy. He's sitting there. He kind of looking. And J-Mo like, you know this nigga? He like, I heard of him. So he like, I'm going to put you on the corners with Slick. You go with Slick. <laughs> so after that, we go into the next scene. And we see Meech. They roll, uh, he rolls up on the two dudes, Kwame. Remember, Kwame was the dude who got into it um, with Terry at school and also at that Pat's party as well. So they all happy, you know what I'm saying? They done got somebody because they in high school, so they didn't pay somebody to get them some liquor. So, you know, moms, pops at work, they about to go get towed up. We all remember those days when we used to have somebody go in the store and get us some liquor. <laughs> but Mish pulls up and he goes off. And, you know, Kwame like, look, we got into it, but it wasn't that serious, bro. That ain't me. I ain't had shit to do with that. I wouldn't do that to T. And Mish puts pistol whoops that ass. Mish wasn't having it. So we go into the next scene. And at the hospital, Terry wakes up. And, you know, he asking like, mama, where, where, where I'm at, you know, and she's trying to calm him down. And we got, we see Charles there. We see Lucille, Nicole, we see Wanda and the baby. And, you know, they're, you know, relieved he's, he's woke up, but Charles just gets to going off. He like, who did this? What happened? This has something to do with your brother. But you out there selling drugs with him too? Nikki, did you know about this? You know, Charles is playing that role. He, he is a really good actor. He is playing that role and it is so real. That is how fathers acted back then. You know, that that's a real black father. And he goes off and Nikki like, this is crazy. You know, she a little girl. You know, if you're a daddy's girl, you daddy yell at you. You're sitting there watching your brother shot. She runs out and Lucille like, look, we just need to calm down. Go get a bite to eat. Just calm down. Wanda says she'll stay with Terry. And, you know, they take off. So we go back to the next scene. And we see Lamar and Slick walking down the street. And they already know each other. This, this, They go way back. Slick was a part of his crew. So we getting the backstory on that. And, you know, Lamar is telling them, like, you know, I heard word on the street is that, you know, J-Mo put the hit out on one of the Flannery boys. And I know you need to get the word out, bruh. And, you know, we get the little backstory on why Slick is with 12th Street. You know, work dried up. When Lamar got locked down, he tried to hold it down. He didn't switch his name because it wasn't Slick. So now he's going by Slick. And, you know, he tells him, like, you know, put the word out. And he like, you know, you know, I hate them little soft, light-skinned niggas anyway. Talking about Meech. <laughs> he just mad because Meech got that baby mama. So work it out. And then, you know, we've got the narration of me saying, you know, dope boys, they get the gossiping like no other. So it's just like the hood net, basically. And, you know, everybody now word and got out where everybody's hearing. J-Mo is the one who put the hit out on Terry. So we see Kato and... um. What's, what's this dude name? Cause I don't, cause he got a big part in this show, and I don't want to keep calling him dude. Is it D Money or D Mickey? Let me see real quick, cause I don't. I had it wrote down and forgot his damn name. I think. I, 
Hold on, y'all. I'm sorry. I should have had this together. Look at me being so unprofessional. I'm coming, guys. I'm coming, guys. B Mickey. B Mickey. I had to look that up because I'm like, he played too much of a pivotal role for me to forget his name. B Mickey. So Kato and B Mickey, they go to the stash house because now, you know, they got to move stuff. It's, stuff is hot right now. They don't even know who put that hit out. And we see B Mickey won't Kato. He feeling Kato. He digging her. She kind of flirting back, but keeping her guard up because she got to protect her rep as well. You know, she the only chick in the 50 boys crew. And she tells him, you know, word on the street is that J-Mo put the hit out on Terry. So while they're talking, she's seeing shoes in the house. And she's like, I thought you said Terry never show up here. We see, you know, a smoker. He comes in there. He bum rushes the Kato. But Kato hold her on. Kato, Kato, we can see Kato is Kato is going to be important in this series. Kato is not no joke. She ain't no joke. And she holds her own down. But in the meantime of him coming in and rushing in like that, all the product fall on the ground so everything is everywhere and they say it was a whole eighth you know worth six thousand so everything is knocked down on the floor now we go into the next scene and we see crazy ass lamar he goes to the school to see zoe child i wouldn't want lamar nowhere near my child he go to see Zoe. Zoe like, what is you doing here? And he he got his little, little teddy bear. And he just doing the most where she's uncomfortable. Like, I'm not even supposed to be here. I don't even know if I'm supposed to be around you. And, you know, one of the security guards have to come over there and tell him to go. He embarrassing her. She a little girl doing all this extra stuff in front of her friends at school. You know, only that. So, you know, just putting a lot of pressure and making this child feel uncomfortable and just being overly eager, you know, to get back in her life. So we go into the next scene and we see Meech. He busts in going off on Kato again. Meech, Meech don't be, Meech don't be letting up on Kato. And, you know, B Mickey tries to, you know, take up for her or whatever. So they end up, you know, he ended up paying the dude off, letting him know, like, you get up out of here and you ain't seen shit. And, you know, the smoker dude, he tried to tell him, like, hold on, this is my house. <laughs> This ain't your fucking house no more. Beach tells me he got to go. So, you know, they let him know, like, where it is. J-Mo did it. You know, they tell Meech that. Meech goes to see Terry. They trying to go back and forth, trying to see who shot him. You know, uh, he tells him about how he rode up on Kwame. He lets him know, like, you had to be somebody from 12th Street. And then, you know, Terry, he says, what if it was Lamar? You know, we got his corners. You got his baby mama. And Mitch, like, he would have came after me. So they trying to figure out who shot him. And I was wondering how they were going to do this. And one of my questions was answered. I'll talk about that in a minute. But to this day in real life, nobody knows who shot Southwest T. Um, one of the dudes from BMF, Dexter uh, Sosa, he was on Vlad TV and he said that um, the word on the street in Detroit back in the day was somebody shot Southwest T because it was another hustler before him who went by Southwest T as well. And Terry was took his name like showing homage, but they didn't like that and did it. That's just a rumor. You know, like we just learned about rumors in here. So um, but he was affiliated with BMF and he said that. So I'm going off of what he said. But Dexter Sosa and Southwest T don't get along to this day. So who knows? Just letting let my audience know. 
<laughs> but if you guys want to check that out, that's Vlad TV. And Dexter Sosa, he broke down a lot of the BMF history. So after that, Monique skirts up in the Trans Am, honey. I, I like Monique. Cashed out playing that role. And she goes off on crazy ass Lamar. And she like, nigga. Zoe is not your baby. Zoe is not yours. And he like, that is my daughter. This nigga get to going crazy. And I wouldn't want Lamar around no kids. Lamar is crazy. Lamar need to get it together. And she let him know, like, Lamar, if you don't calm your do you really think we about to like she had to kind of puzzle herself and ask him, like, do you really think me and you about to be together? And you know, Slick tries to calm it down. That scene was just funny and it was just so real. <laughs> like this dude trying to tell her, like, no, Zoe is mine. And she letting him know, like, Zoe ain't your ain't your child, bruh. You know, your crazy ass that went up to the school. But the way how she flew up on that, <laughs> flew up on him in that trans am. Oh my God. That scene was, I love that scene. So we go into the next scene and we see Meech. You know, Meech always got a plan and he's very smart. And that's something that kind of intertwines into the real big Meech on uh, when we covered in the documentary on how they made uh, they made alliances with other groups so they could build that strong organization. You know, if he would have, you know, like how he said it, if he would have went and killed J-Mo, then somebody would have came and killed him. Then Terry would have came and killed him. And the cycle just continues. And that's how so many hood beefs go on for years where it be a whole crew against a whole crew and a whole generation who don't even who did, never even knew the original you know people who started the beef and he got another plan like you know I'm not about the murder game I'm about getting money you know so I like on how you know how he broke that down in there but he rose up on Famille who we know also remember he played Ray Ray and Snowfall I hope you guys are following my Snowfall playlist that I'm making. We covering each episode, but he was Ray Ray and Snowfall as well. And, you know, he trying to tell him, like, look, when I was telling you at the game about this plan, I seen it in your eyes, bro. You, you, you was, you was interested. We can, we can go ahead and join forces, get the big man out and familiar listening to what he's saying. But when he see other people um, roll up, of course he get the front, like, get the fuck out of here, Meech. But he was he was digging what uh Meech was saying. So we get into the next scene. We go back to the hospital and we see Terry is trying to leave the hospital. Wanda is talking to him. She's trying to talk subsistence to him, like, Terry, what is you doing? He's like, I gotta go check on my brother. Because now at the hospital, Meech has been MIA. So he worried about his brother. And in the midst of that, he passes out and Wanda gets to going crazy. So we go back to the next scene. We at the Coney Island place and I have no words for this scene. <laughs> I have no words for this scene. Lamar is in the bathroom, honey. Getting busy. That's all I'm saying. We got the whole restaurant hearing them. He on the flow. Child. Girl. Child. Oh my God. I hope they had fun. He just got out the joint and and that's how it be. That's how it be. But that scene was just funny. He on the flow. He he doing they they getting it on on that nasty ass flow in the bathroom. He walk out and he like, damn, she got some ass. And slick like she got more than that. So he like, look, I just got out. So and that's how it be. That's how it be. 
So, you know, him and Slick get to talking and Slick trying to tell him, like, look, you trying to get him some game. Like, if you're trying to get back in good with Monique, all that aggressive shit, it ain't going to work with her. You're going to have to smooth talk her. So, Lamar, you know, he asked Sister Jones back there, you got a pen and he get to taking notes, you know, listening to Slick trying to give him this game. So, we go to the next scene and we back at the park. And we see the 50 boys, they starting to ask a lot of questions because word then got out that J-Mo, you know, he put the hit out on Terry. And not only that, Meech, word then got out that he was trying to approach Famil. So Meech, they say he's looking soft and making the crew look soft. But, um, you know, me, Mickey kind of goes off and he like, when has Meech ever put us in a bad predicament? He got us, you know what I'm saying? He know what he doing, chill, chill out. And, you know, Kato, Kato's smart. I like Kato, but I do think in the long run, Kato might, you know, be a problem. Uh, I don't know, but, you know, she kind of lets, lets them know, like, look, I know exactly how y'all feel. But, you know, she breaks everything down. So Kato and B. Mickey, they 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 take care of everything. They take it, they take care of down, take it, I mean, take everything, you know, calm the 50 boys down. Like Meech got us when as he ever let us down. We go into the next scene and we see Meech goes back to the hospital. He sees Terry is gone. And he his family tells him and i am loving all of the family scenes and his family tells him that he has got an infection in his eye and they had to take him back to surgery so his mom and daddy is going off with him for like not being there but he gets a call got that little big phone the big brick phone they used to have and he get a call about his sister so he dips off and we see his mom listening to his conversation like where are you going and he dips off and when he dips off, he run into the parking lot with B. Mickey. And B. Mickey is telling him, like, where is J-Mo? He put the hit out on him. And why you up here making a play for Flamil? Like, you got us looking real soft. Like, we got to put the murder game down. And me just like, look, bro, we don't even, I'm running this shit. But we don't even know if he did that. And we'll just be killing somebody who ain't had nothing to do with it. Meech is on another level. He's looking at the bigger picture. And, you know, he skirts off. And back at the hospital, we see Terry I is infected and it may be some problems with his vision. Now, this answers a question for me. Remember when we covered the documentary, guys, and I said, um, remember that documentary, it was a lot of the um, the police authority in there. And they were saying on how he got hit with a stray bullet and he got a lawsuit. And I was like, damn, I said, well, who he got a lawsuit from? This answers that question for me because it looks like um, that he did get a lawsuit. We covered that in the documentary, how he's going to buy like a Savannah business and they're going to be washing money through that. But this is must be where they got the lawsuit money from because this damn hospital that messed up um, on his surgery. And his father is telling him, like, look, if my son don't come out, you know, Charles said, my son don't come out with 2020 vision, y'all getting a lawsuit. So that kind of answers my question because I was confused as well when we covered that as on the documentary. And then when we seen how it played out and I watched the interview with Dexter Sosa, I'm like, well, where did he get the lawsuit money from? So that that answers that question and we go into the next scene and we see charles he's sitting there and he looking at the babies like the newborns they looking so precious and lucille comes to talk to him give him some comfort and she like i knew you were gonna be right here but 
this turns to a very uncomfortable situation for both of them because he lets her know, like, look, this is getting too real. I wanted to put Meech out when he dropped out of school and started selling drugs. You didn't want to. I wanted to put him out when, you know, he had a gun. You didn't want him gone. He said, but you're going to have to put him out. And Terry is probably selling drugs too. And she's like, no, Terry ain't doing nothing. You know, they Terry is the golden boy because he's still on honor roll. He's still in school and they don't have no proof that he's doing anything. But he 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 asked her a very uncomfortable question. He's like, okay. So if we keep Meech around, what if next time it's you? What if next time it's me? What if next time it's Nikki? And those are very important questions because, you know, you want to protect all of your children. But if you do have one in the street life, you know, you do have to think about your family as well if they're not trying to stop. So they, you know, I liked it, the conversation that they had. And I love all of the I am loving all of the family moments because it's so authentic. And we go into the next thing. Lamar goes over to, um, he goes over to Monique's. He put on an Oscar award performance, honey, playing a smooth talker, giving her letters, telling her how he just want this. And we kind of see Monique is letting her guard down. Mo, put pull your guard back up, honey. Keep him away from Zoe. <laughs> like Lamar crazy here. But we see Monique is letting that guard down. She's letting that guard down. So we see Mo, um, Meech, he goes and gets um, Nicole because she was over there at the rec center. He got the call. And, you know, they having an argument and she like, everything is always about you. I hate you. I cover for you. Nobody even cares about me. Nobody pays me any attention. And she she about to hop out the car while I was driving. And I said, baby, that's realistic <laughs> because you know how kids will catch temper tantrums. And listen, it, it was crazy, but she's a kid and it's a lot going on in her family. I, I Like I said, I'm loving all of these family scenes. And I love, you know, they go and they go by the Detroit River and they have a little big brother, a little sister moment. He hands her a stash of money. He like, I love you, Nikki. She like, I love you, too. All she want to do is have her family put back together. And I have to cover for her brothers and go on her little field trip. So I mean, you know, they have a little tender moment. I loved it, that scene as well. We'll go into the next scene and we see Terry is still in the hospital, but all he is is worried about Meech and Wanda, you know, she's trying to talk some sense into him and he tell Wanda like, look, me, you and the baby, that's how I provide and we going to be straight, but I love this game. I ain't, I ain't leaving the game. That, that's it. Wanda, get, get, get ready. Get comfortable. Well, I'm not going. They kind of go back and forth, but they kind of have a little tender moment at the end. Um, It's only two episodes in, but I am liking Wanda and Terry's relationship. I love her haircut. It's so 80s. How she got the little haircut, the little earrings. I'm loving their little relationship so far in the first two episodes. So we go into the next scene, and we see Meech and B. Mickey. They in the parking lot, they kind of going back and forth talking about how they had lost the rec center, how the 12th Street dudes that came and took back over. Because remember, that was their turf originally. But when they took it over, nobody used to be out there anyway. But now they didn't lost that with all the commotion that's going on. Detective Bryant, he pulls up and tell him he brought them a little Christmas gift. And he pulls J. ass out. And he like ruffled him up only. That's it. And basically 
Meech whooped J Mo ass. He whooped the hell out of him. You know, J Mo didn't start crying. And, you know, Meech is pissed off. But his boy B Mickey, he kind of stepped out of line. Meech is the boss. Let him do do his work. Shit, J Mo crying. He pleading he didn't do it. And B Mickey just hauls off and shoots him dead in the head. And Meech is pissed off. And you know, they kind of get to going back and forth to where I thought it was about to be some little Bishop and Raheem from Jew situation going on because they get to going off. And at the end of the day, that puts Meech in a bad situation because now they're about to have 12th Street after them. And not only that, Detective Bryant be looking out. He brought him J-Mo and he said only ruffle him up. You can't, if you got a cop in your bag, you cannot piss him off because that's going to make every, that's going to make it worse for him and make it hard for him where he can't do his job on looking out. So to me, B. Mickey, I believe he's loyal, but he's stepping on, stepping over on a couple of lines. And I'm wondering if that's going to be a problem on down the line. So we go into the next scene and we see Meet. She goes into the hospital church chapel. And him and his mom, you know, they have a heart to heart and they're talking and she lets him know straight up, like, you got to stop selling drugs or you got to go. And he tells her, I'm not going to stop selling drugs, mama. I'm, I'm not going to do it. And she tells him, well, you have to go. And he's like, well, I guess I got to go. But he does ask her, can you please continue to pray for me? And she like, always. And I'm just going to be honest. It's nothing like a mother's, especially a grandmother's prayer. So, you know, she continued to, to pray for him. And another beautiful scene. So to go ahead and wrap it up at the next scene, we see Kato. She downstairs getting her dance on with them dance moves. And B. Mickey come downstairs and he is checking her out. He and I already told her, like, you're different, you know. And, you know, Kato lets him know, like, look, dude. It's the 50 boys crew. I'm the only chick in the game. You know, it's already hard enough for me to build my own rep up for people to take me serious. If I get them messing around with somebody in the crew, that's bad for me. It's bad for business. But they're going to end up messing around because she still flirts with them. You know, they crack open a bottle. She says she's going to stay a little longer. I definitely can see before season two hits because they have been picked up for season two. Shout out to 50. And they're going to end up messing around at least once. And we go into the next scene and we see Meech goes to see Terry. They have a heart to heart. They kind of talk. You know, they let him know they're going to have what they got to do. It's about the business, what's going down. You know, Meech breaks everything down to what happened. And, you know, we see how their, their relationship is really close like they love each other they from the womb to the tomb you know what i'm saying brothers real blood brothers and they came in the game together you know when meach was there first but you know they got each other back they are close-knit family and we get a nice gospel monologue at the end y'all know how i love mon monologues on each show we go into nicole's room at her house she's on the floor praying and we go see in um charles and lucille's room charles is praying he got his bible in his hand and you know it's just a very, very spiritual moment in the scene. I loved it. We see Lucille is on her knees. She's praying, a praying family. We go to Monique's house. We see, you know, baby girl Zoe praying. Monique walking there like, say a prayer for your daddy. And child, we get the ending of it. And Lamarton rode up on Famille. He get the whip in his ass, but Famille hold his own down, get the coming back up on him. And 
we know, you know, in Snowfall, Famille will switch sides now. <laughs> he will switch sides and go to the other team. So I'm wondering if Famille is going to take Meech's offer because he thought about it. And they kind of go back and back. Lamar gets the best of them, put them in the dumpster, but Famille ain't dead. Famille is not dead for sure. He just beat up bad. But Lamar crazy ass, he didn't put all this in motion. You know, he he doing everything for a reason. He wanted the word to get out that J-Mo did it. He wanted to get inside the crew so he could start turmoil. He could start beef between the both crews because he wants his corners back. Uh, Lamar wants three things. He wants Mo- Zoe back. He wants Monique back. And he wants all his corners back from these damn teenagers. And he's probably... You know, he's based off a, a, a real person, too, that was crazy as hell. So he's probably going to be around for a minute. He's playing that crazy role. He's giving me Omar vibes from uh, the, the Wire. He's giving me Scully vibes from Snowfall. So, yeah, it's just going to get better and better. And then I did see the previews for next week. That is titled, I wrote it down. Let me look. But we see Pat going to be pissed off at Meech. And that looks like that's going to be a better episode as well. I think each episode is going to get better and better and better. And I am loving this series. So, yeah, that pretty much sums up my recap. I just want to tell you guys. the So, the promo for next week, episode three, is Love All, Trust Few. And it looks like it's going to be something going down with Meech and his mom. And it look like Pat about to be pissed. We're going to see the patch on Terry Eye. So, yeah, I think season three is going to, I mean, I always do that. I think episode three is going to be fire. So on that note, I hope you guys enjoyed my review. I might come back on tonight for a little fun. If you guys want to talk about Snowfall, tune back in. I might drop a Snowfall episode tonight. But on that note, I hope you guys are having a beautiful Sunday. I hope you guys enjoyed the recap. And it's your girl, Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice. Shanice.